Welcome to Jaipur Bites. I'm your host Lakshtata. What you're about to hear is uh, from day two of the festival here in Jaipur. And uh, this episode is Bullets Over Bombay, Manoj Bajpai, and Uday Bahatia in conversation with Nirupama Kothru. <laughs> Hot day, but uh, warm welcome to all of you. I'm sure you're very excited to be uh, for this session. Uh, Manojji doesn't need any introduction. He's one of the finest actors in the country today, and I'm really excited to host this session. Uday has written this book, as you all uh, just heard, Bullets Over Bombay, about the making of Satya. So, without wasting further time on introductions, because we have a limited time for the sessions, uh, I'll straight away jump into the discussion. So uh, my first question to both Uday and Manojji is about the making of Satya. We all know that there was a bunch of outsiders associated with this film. Uh, you for one, and then there's, uh, uh, you know, uh, Ram Gopal Varma and Anurag Kashyap. So uh, it's remarkable how all these people who didn't belong to Mumbai city created this film in which the city plays a very important character. As we all know, I hope most of you have seen the film. It was a landmark film released in 98. So Uday, uh, to you first, uh, what do you think? Do you think these diverse backgrounds actually contributed to the film? So tell us something about that. So uh, the outsider-dom was actually at uh, multiple levels. Uh, if you look at the film, uh, Satya is an outsider to Mumbai and an outsider to the gangster world. Vidya is also an outsider. She's trying to break into the film world. We see her go on auditions. When we first see Satya, he's like just one of a crowd. So he's very much the quintessential like man with no name, man with no past. Um, so that is one level. And then most of the cast and crew were outsiders to the film world at that time. So um, uh, Manoj uh, had a few credits. Saurabh so Shukla, I had, think, had two credits before that. Anurag's first screen credit, uh, Anurag Kashyap's, uh, Apoor Vasrani's first screen credit, Mazhar Kamran's first screen credit. So all these people were, in a sense, very much outsiders trying to break in and somehow they all did that with Satya and most of them are still working today, which is, uh, quite remarkable. And uh, the third level, which I'm sure Manoj would uh, like tell us about is that they were also a lot of outsiders to Mumbai, who actually made one of the quintessential Mumbai films, uh, the director and the editor uh, from Andhra Pradesh, uh, a lot of the cast was from North India and uh, the person furthest, of course, from Bombay was the cinematographer, uh, Jerry Hooper, who uh, mm -hmm. came from America. So it was very much an outsider film at a lot of different levels. So Manoji, we'd like to hear from you about your journey up to Satya and how you feel that your own experiences up to that point in your life and career, they contributed to making uh, your character. Matre, which is one of our favorite, all-time favorite characters. 
Okay, first of all, uh, good afternoon, everybody. Namaskar. Uh, and I really thank JLF to give us this platform, not only to Uday for showcasing his book. And thank you, Minupamaji. It's been a known you for so many years through festivals. Uh, Satya has been, uh, when Satya came uh, into my life, I'm uh, Mr. Ramgoparuma, I went to meet, meet up with him for a different film and uh, I didn't have work. Uh, so Kanan Ayer, who was uh, uh, one of the assistants of uh, Shekhar Kapoor in Bandit Queen, he took me to meet, meet up with uh, Mr. Ramgoparuma for a for a henchman's role in Dodd. Okay, and uh, those were the days when actors were, most most of the actors were without jobs. Uh, if you are in Mumbai, there were no, uh, definitely there was no social media. I mean, there were, there were hardly any mobile phones there, uh, that, those days. Uh, so when I met him and uh, then he asked me what all you've done. So I said, I have done Bandit Queen. Then he got really excited and curious knowing which role I have done in Bandit Queen. My role was of a silent Man Singh. So I said, I have uh, played Man Singh. And he jumped up. He stood up. He said, I have been looking for you. I have been looking for, for you for five years. And I could not even trace you. So where were you? I want to make a film with you. And my life started changing after that. He didn't want me to do that role. But I didn't trust him. I didn't trust him because those were the days promises were made to be broken. Okay. So, I, 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 got, I was more interested in that role, uh, more than the role, I was more interested in 35,000 rupees, which I was going to get <laughs> from that. So, <clears throat> finally, we, uh, he needed script writers for the film. He was quite encouraged and inspired by Bandit Queen. He wanted to make a film uh, on Mumbai gangsters in the line of Bandit Queen that kind of realism he wanted those, those those were the kind of technicians and actors he wanted to work with he has given me the job to 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 introduce him to the talent which was there outside so i in that process i got short of on rakashap uh, to have a meeting with him all of them gelled very well and that's how satya started being written um, first first and foremost i was thinking that i'm going to play the hero's role but uh, you know, after a few days of the script writing, I, Brahmo told me that, you know, there is another role I want you to play because Satya, uh, Satya for Satya, I don't need uh, theater actors, but for, for, B, for Biku, I need a theater actor who can actually pull off. I was very depressed. <laughs> I was quite depressed that, you know, a, a hero's role is gone from my hand. But nonetheless, I didn't have any other choice. So, so I'm working on Biku Matre. But to your surprise, Nupmaji, I must tell you that I had no experience of gangsters from Bombay uh, when the role was given to me. Uh, so the I always work on the backstory of the character. So it, so as, when I started working on it, uh, I needed somebody who could teach me Mumbai accent, Kolhapuri mostly. Uh, and then I came to know that the maid who was used to come to my house uh, to clean uh, the dishes or clean the house, she was from uh, Satara Zila. So I started observing her. And the most of the Bhikkhu Mahatre antics, most of, most of his behavior pattern, few of them are imaginary, but few of them came from all the 
uh, gangsters that I've seen in my small town, uh, Betia. So somewhere I realized that you, it's, it's always the mindset uh, that one has to work upon. The rest, everyone is the same. Uh, uh, language uh, uh, and all of these things can, can be learned, can be acquired. But it's the mindset that I have to work on. I made, I tried to make him vulnerable, emotionally vulnerable. Uh, the, and also uh, during my research, I have realized that uh, all the gangsters who are, uh, who are very emotional and sensitive, they are far more dangerous than, than any uh, big ones uh, that you keep reading about. Mm -hmm. Because these are the people, they, they, get, they get hurt and offended very easily. So if it's never good to be on their uh, good side or bad side, so you, sh you should just keep a distance from them. Bhikkhu Mahatre is one of them. Bhikkhu Mahatre is just like that. And I wanted to make him uh, emotionally vulnerable because uh, I knew the script. I wanted people to know and feel that this guy is there. You, you should fear him. But the, the end of uh, these kind of people is inevitable because they don't have a mind of their own. They need one Satya who can complete them. The Satya was more of a brainy guy. He was not thinking from his heart. He was thinking from his brain. And that is why the, the camaraderie was so strong between them. Because Bhikkhu, Bhikkhu Mahatre needed Satya and Satya needed one Bhikkhu Mahatre uh, to, to fulfill his, his ambition. And so that's how, you know, the in, entire process happened. It took, it took us six to seven months. And then Mr. Bhushan Kumar, he got shot and mm -hmm. he was shot dead. The film was stalled because the producer of this film, you know, they somehow feared for their life. They uh, left the film. And the film was stalled for, for some time. That time was the most, uh, uh, you know, uh, a difficult time for all of us because we didn't have any other job. We had only this film to fall back upon. And Ram Gopal Arma, I must uh, tell everyone that single-handedly this man has not only made possible uh, the things possible for, for, for this film and for all of us, but single-handedly he changed the entire film industry with this one film and that too with rank outsiders as you were mentioning. Yes. Everyone was an outsider. No one was connected to the film industry. No one had a big job to boast, boast of. Okay, at that point of time. So, in fact, I think it's good that none of you came with preconceived notions about, you know, what Mumbai yeah. gangsters are like. And so, most of us were not from Mumbai yeah, too. Absolutely. That's yeah. uh, uh, Mr. Ramgopal Roma was from Hyderabad. Right. He was based out of Hyderabad. He had a flat in, in Mumbai. But he was based out of Hyderabad. Jerry Hooper, uh, he came from uh, USA to shoot the film. He was a documentary filmmaker. Sure. He was not a proper professional uh, cinematographer. He was a, he was a documentary filmmaker. Um, Mazhar Kamran was the second unit cameraman. Anurag Kashyap is from Banaras. <laughs> Saurabh Shukla is from Delhi. So all of these people, the main guys, uh, were rank outsiders. So all of you really contributed to the script in that sense. But did you also ad-lib your dialogues? Did Rangapaloma so, give you the freedom? So what, what, what they used to do that uh, this script, the rough screenplay was there. Mm -hmm. And uh, and 
one day they, they used to find a location and we used to get a call. We are, we are shooting tomorrow. And then, you know, we used to rush. And some, some of the scenes are uh, uh, candidly shot. And some of the scenes where Anurag Kashyaman Saurav Shukla used to give me the liberty of creating that scene on the set. So that's how it all happened. The, the, the energy was uh, um, so, uh, so amazing on the set. I still remember after giving the first shot because entire, the, the entire unit started clapping. And, the, and those clap and those applause became a common thing. Do you almost remember every. which shot that was? Which uh, scene? It's, it's when uh, uh, Khan Vilkar comes to arrest me. Okay. Yeah, because the, for the first time, even the light men or the assistant cameraman uh, watching a scene which was so real, which was so true to life, and they have never seen in, in, a, in, a, in an industry which was mostly thriving on commercial films and the larger than life uh, about blockbusters. So there you want to say something? So not only was there a lot of ad-libbing because there were a lot of theater actors who could ad-lib. Uh, <laughs> not, not all the film actors at that time might have been able to, but there were a lot of theater actors. But even a lot of the script was written very much like at the last minute, like on the morning they would, you know, they'd be scribbling pages and handing them to the actors. Uh, there's one very funny story about, uh, so there's a scene in the film just before a shootout uh, where uh, Chandar is telling uh, this joke, the Ram Sham joke, uh, just before uh, they get attacked. And uh, uh, Ramu knew that he wanted one light scene out there to distract the audience so that the violence comes as a shock. And yeah. uh, when Anurag was writing that, so uh, uh, Ram Gopal Verma's Hindi wasn't great. I mean, he knew Hindi, but it wasn't like quite up there. So what he would do was he'd be listening to Anurag uh, uh, narrating the, the scene, uh, but actually he'd be looking at the reaction which he was getting from the other people. And yeah. for this particular scene, uh, the other uh, who were there around that, they, they completely lost it. They thought it was like such a funny scene. And uh, looking at them, Verma was like, okay, yeah, the scene will work. Even though he didn't get the nuance of the joke until he was seeing it in the edit. So, so uh, you know, there was a, uh, I will, I'll, just to interrupt you, there was a scene where I come in and with Satya for the first time, come, uh, come home and my wife starts, you know, questioning me. And the entire thing was improvised. We actually created that scene. It was such a good scene. And, and that scene became such a talked about scene because for the first time you see this, this guy who's, a, who's an alpha male, you know, and he, 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 he gets embarrassed uh, in front of his friend, you know, uh, being shouted by, by his wife. And, and he, he gets angry and he slaps her. Yes. But as soon as he slaps her, she slaps him back. So... <laughs> So the entire unit started clapping after the after the cut, and Ramu was looking at it, and he was uh, he was surprised with the reaction of the unit. And then uh, uh, Anurag asked him, "Should we go for another shot of the same uh, from the same axis close up?" He said, "No. If people are clapping, it means it's working. So let's let's move on." <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Uday, you talked about a lot of uh, techniques of filmmaking that RGV used. As Manojji said, you know, this was a time of commercial cinema, in, as we call it. And this film really broke new ground, despite not being a big budget film. So, do you have any, uh, can you tell us about some of your favorite scenes in terms of filmmaking which you enjoy? You first and then Manojji. 
perhaps the you know the famous mumbai ka king corn which we love <laughs> where viku atri's uh, you know dialogue everybody knows by heart almost as famous as yabbar singh so uh, that and you know some of the other maybe the climax shot as well uh, i i mean i have a lot of favorite scenes but uh, perhaps the one that i think sort of uh really gets me excited every time i watch it uh, which has been like too many times now but uh, uh, there's an extended shootout uh, that leads to the death of guru narayan so there's a shootout on the bridge and it starts in a housing complex where the there's a gang fight and then moves through the streets uh, with these uh, gangsters shooting at each other and then it moves up the uh, the railway platform and then on on the bridge they finally shoot him down uh the most brilliant thing about that sequence i i i thought is how it kind of brings together the two traditions uh in which satya falls which is one is the gangster film tradition and one is the uh city film like the mumbai city film and it's integrated so brilliantly because they are run, they're going through these crowded streets people are just there and shooting as you know their bullets are flying and uh, but it was that was kind of part of life in bombay at that time it wasn't unheard of mm-hmm. and uh, you see him that like when they are uh, finally shooting uh, uh, guru narayan uh, underneath that a train is passing right at that moment and it's a brilliant way of saying that you know this is a gangster film happening in the foreground but in the background life uh, on, normal yeah. life is just absolutely. going on absolutely which is a hallmark of mumbai the city life always goes on i must i'll tell you when we were shooting that sequence so there, there was uh, one day we were supposed to shoot the whole shootout thing we were chasing guru narayan me and satya and uh, cameras were all hidden in the buildings or uh, and one camera was in the in in, uh, in the jeeps was going to uh, and we were running towards the jeep and the camera was inside the jeep and few of the cameras were on top of the building and as soon as we got a go ahead we start, guru narayan started running towards the camera and jeep started moving and we were right behind him actually shooting okay so entire lokhanwala all the shopkeepers the you that you see is actual people started running away and they started putting the shutter down they actually thought that the shootout is going on <laughs> almost like a documentary in that sense <laughs> it was but uh, what and as soon as there was a cut we uh, me and chakravarti we ran towards the jeep and we jumped into the jeep and the jeep ran we just disappeared because um, there was also a fear that if the police jeep comes you know the, the first thing they will do that they will fire at us <laughs> okay <laughs> so <laughs> so the production was very scared that their actors are going to be shot dead <laughs> <laughs> any other favorite scenes you want to remember recall oh, there are many i mean uh, i have a vertigo i mean everyone should i mean uh, uh, because of that you know i never have a easy air travel so if you re- if you really want to see a vulnerable manoj bhai we should sit sit next to me when i'm flying so <laughs> so <laughs> so um uh i was i, I had to say this iconic uh, dialogue mumbai ka king kon biku mahatre and i i was made i was supposed to stand right at the edge of the cliff bandra declamation um and it was the toughest shoot for all of us because i re, i was refusing to stand on the edge uh, 
and the the most hilarious thing was uh, Anurag Kashyap covered himself with black cloth and he was holding my holding my leg. <laughs> and I was and, and those were the days when you know we decided that we'll we'll dub the film. So the the actual dialogue that I said, Ramu said, you know, just do anything but give me the hand spread. Mumbai ka king con. Just say this, and after that I'll say cut. So I I said my dialogues and I said Mumbai ka king con and and I'm standing there. I'm, I'm in actuality the the dialogues which was uh, which I was saying were not the dialogues from the film. I was saying, okay, na cut, mikalo revijay, okay. Thank God for dubbing. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and I know when when I see that film, and the you know the dialogue became iconic and everywhere, everywhere. I mean, till now, uh, people who watched Satya those days, now the generation that I see, they are fan of uh, Gangs of Wasipur. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so they don't. They don't know that it's, it's Satya which made possible for films like Gangs of Wasabi. Absolutely. So, uh, this again is for both of you uh, and for these uh, kids who have not watched Satya, you must. I think it's a very good film. Uh, have, has the film aged better than other such films? What do you feel? I mean, I have, uh, you know, I'm always very scared of watching anything that I have done 10 years back mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, uh, you really don't know whether it stands, you know, it tests of the time or not. But Satya is is one one of those films. Satya Aks, you know, all of the these are the films. Um, I'm, I can say that I have seen uh, Satya mostly on uh, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, those days, uh, I used to be scared because there were so many shows happening. Uh, it was a it was a silver jubilee, a super super hit film. It has changed the industry. Um, and I was getting so many offers those days. I was suddenly I was you know given this pedestal, but I couldn't see the film. I couldn't see the film, thinking that I may dislike it. But I I watched it on YouTube so many times, and I must say that you know it it really holds it together. I definitely agree because I just watched it again. I think it's available on one of the OTT platforms. Right. Now, so. it what is, you but think? the YouTube print is still the best. Okay. So if anyone wants to watch it. <laughs> Watch it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I I think it holds up well also because the for once I think it was a slightly restrained film from Ram Gopal Verma. I love his non-restrained uh, films also, uh, but this one was shot very simply. I think the performances and the writing was kept center stage, and everything else was kind of just there to support that. And those films tend to uh, age quite well rather than those that are sort of picking up the filmmaking trends of that time, they kind of get stuck in that time when you watch them later. And uh, Satya was also modern in, in ways that only became apparent later. There was no real item number uh, except Golimar Bhejeme, which is like an item number with bearded guys. So who wants that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, there, uh, there was no uh, uh, sort of, there was just one romantic song, which was very little for a film of that time. Uh, one of the songs was done in a sort of montage style. The death sequence of Bhikkhu was completely unprecedented. When has there been a more uh, shocking and uh, less dramatic 
uh, death because it just comes. You know, Uday, I was thinking about it, uh, uh, about the death sequence and all the discussions have gone into it on all the nervousness and anxiety that make uh, Ram Gopal Roma and Anandrag Kashan and all of us have gone through in, in really just before doing that sequence, because it was written, it was written, uh, it was already conceived that, you know, Bhikkhu Mahathir will be shot dead with one bullet. That's it. And such a mercurial character, such a uh, uh, magnificent character. And people have seen the, uh, while shooting, people have seen the, uh, the love and the applause performance was getting. Just before shooting that sequence, all of us were in doubts. Should we, should we kill him like this or should we actually think of uh, some other way and, you know, and cancel the shoot today? But uh, I, I think it, when we've done the scene, uh, we rehearsed, I mean, there was no dialogue given to us. It was a, a brief given to us that Piku Mahathir comes from outside and Bhau has won the election and everyone is drinking and in that Bhikkhu gets shot by Bhau, okay? And I had to just die. There should be no movement of the body, okay? And finally, it was decided, let's do it. We've done the rehearsal. That convinced Rangopal Roma a lot. He said that, no, let's go ahead and shoot this. So, um, the, it all starts with uh, Bhikkhu Mahatre. Uh, the crackers are being burnt outside in the street. He comes in his uh, omnivan, he comes out and the dreaded mafia guy, the first thing you see is actually scared of the crackers. He's, he's throwing abuses at all the, all, the, all the boys there, you know, for really cracking, burning the crackers. Then he moves from there, the camera is following him and you see Bhikkhu Mahathre so pally with all the, all the guys uh, who are standing. That means he's the, he's the most loved guy. So all of these small, small things I walked upon uh, and improvised just to, just to shock people more, you know, because you are loving him. By this time, you are in love with Bhikkhu Mahathre and you see him so pally and so emotionally attached with each and every person. You see him getting scared like a child uh, by the crackers. And when you go inside, you see a mercurial one and loud, very loud Bhikkhu Mahatre celebrating uh, Bhau's, uh, you know, win. And then there's the silence after his, after he's shot down. So that was, uh, that was all uh, intentional to, to really shock the people hard. If I'm not mistaken, you didn't know when Govind Namdev no, was that, going to shoot you because yeah. he was told, Ramu told him, I think to take his time, go yeah. make a drink. And yeah. whenever you feel ready. whenever you feel um, so when i was doing my act with everyone i had to keep on one thing in my mind that i have to go on improvising till i'm shot dead nice. so uh, that was the biggest thing because i couldn't see the gun so uh, govind govind bhai has taken his own sweet long time and i was completely <laughs> i have emptied out whatever i, I had <laughs> So yeah, it was uh, it 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 what what happened in the theater is something else. Uh, I still remember that uh, I the, those days I was very close to Mr. Mahesh Bhatt, Pooja Bhatt, and everyone, and I uh, invited Pooja and her friends to watch the film. And 
after the film was over, she took us to a restaurant. Uh, and there she was completely lost and she was not talking. I said, what happened, Pooja? Uh, film, you didn't like the film? Said, no, 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 it's not that. Can we go home and party there? I said, let's go. Then we went Pooja's home. And I said, why, what happened? Uh, why you were so uncomfortable in that restaurant? She said, you know, I'm, I've been living in this city. I'm born in this city. And for the first time after watching the film, I'm scared that anybody can come from anywhere and shoot me down. <laughs> <laughs> so since you mentioned, you know, that all of us fell in love with the character of Bhikkhu Vatre and Satya. So in a sense, you know, by humanizing these characters who are from the underworld, uh, do you feel that uh, in some way RGB was kind of glorifying violence or, I mean, that's a criticism which always comes of films like Gangs of Vasipur or Satya. Uh, although RGB does say in the end of the film that my tears are for Satya as well as the people he killed. You know, violence is bad. So what do you feel? I mean, this is not exactly about the film, but when you play such a character, do you feel it's uh, fair for the filmmaker to say that, you know, he's also human? Look at him as a human being first, rather than a gangster. The first and foremost... Does that glorify violence? You know, um, the, it's never about glorifying. You are also showing that he dies a dog's death. Okay? He, you also show that, you know, he has a wife, he has children, he's a good friend, he's close to someone, he's, you, you like him. When, and everything is fair. But the, the work that he's doing, it is, it is, it is in, inevitable that he's going to die. It is inevitable. The greatest of the gangster in the history of mafias, they never survived. Even if they survived, they, they rot. They've all rotten in the jail. Okay. Or if, 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 they, they, if they didn't go to the jail, if they were not shot dead, they ran away. The country, they are, they are leading a life which is, which is really not so great. So, uh, Satya has never, Satya has told a story about this group of people uh, coming from a marginalized uh, section, uh, looking for a better life, but choose, chose wrong means. Okay. And, but in the end, they, all of them die. All of them, uh, you know, are separated from the, their loved ones. And they die very, uh, they're not glamorous deaths. Like it's not... They're not going down in a hail of bullets and in slow-mo and there's like a lot of music playing or anything like that. Uh, there is, these are very stark deaths. They're short, that's it, that's it. And that's it, the film moves on. Uh, as soon as someone dies, that's it. Like there's, nobody's talking about them. The next person dies and the next person dies. So it's, if the, if any film could be, uh, you know, uh, accused of glorifying violence, uh, I think Satya would still be like very low on, on, on that scale. Okay, Uday, since we had a lit fest, do you think that uh, people's reading habits have evolved and more people are reading film uh, books related to film now? Because when we were growing up, we didn't have enough books. We just had these film magazines, uh, you know, the glamorous magazines. But uh, do you think it's a good uh, culture change? I have no idea. I, I hope people are reading more film books. <laughs> I hope so too. So, uh, no, but you, I, I, I have pers I've read the book. Uh, it was sent across to me. And uh, if, if you really want to see uh, or read or uh, know about 
the change that has occurred, that has happened, uh, and it all happened by chance, but it also, I would say it all happened because of one person's resolve, that is Ram Gopal Rama, that he wanted, he wanted to do things his way, and he knew that he was working against all the odds in the industry, and uh, Satya has, it, there, you said it so rightly in the beginning, that you can actually uh, divide the industry time in in two phases, one pre-satya and post-satya. So all the uh, all the makers who who mattered, who changed things, they they came inspired by satya. They are all, or they got that chance or opportunity by 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 Ram Gopal Rama. All the actors, uh, most of the actors. I I still uh, I'll quote you guys uh, K K Menon's word. Had satya not had satya and Bhikkhu Mahatre not happened. We would not happen to the industry. I think this is this is the so this is this is what one film has done. Uh, but also, he, uh, he didn't stop with Satya. What was needed at that point of time to keep on making films, which were which were which were not only real, but at the same time, uh, you know, entertained people in the same way uh, as uh, mainstream films. And Ramu kept on making those films, be it Khan or Shul and Company and Sarkar. He kept on, or he was giving, uh, 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 say, some fantastic makers like Shimit Amin or, or Shiram Raghwan, you know, all of these people. Uh, so he, he mattered a lot. Uh, and he should be given his due credit uh, whenever we talk about, uh, you know, changing time or, or, or great content that uh, our industry is making. Very true. So I think we have time for uh, some audience questions. Just give me five more minutes. So uh, last question to you, Manojji. You've had a wonderful, I mean, God bless you, wonderful career trajectory, you know, starting from theater, you did television, and films, and now you're the king of web series as well. Everybody's loved you in Family Man. So <laughs> what next? Uh, what are you planning next? Because all of us are always excitedly looking forward to what you're doing next. So. Anything you can share with us? Or? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what excites? I, I am also waiting for. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, what what OTT the the emergence of OTT has done. I was talking about it in the last session. That the pandemic has been a curse for the entire world. It has really, really um, affected each and everyone, and we've gone through gamut of emotion uh, in these two and a half years. Uh, it has really changed, uh, turned the world upside down. But there is one good thing happened. And it happened because of OTT, because there, there was only one medium of entertainment that people could access, and that was OTT. People explored it, audience now. Uh, the, the Hindi film industry, I will talk, uh, you know, because I work in, in that industry, the, it has done a hell of a lot of a favor, I would say, the OTT. You see talents like Nawaz, talents like KK Menon, Pankaj Tirpathi, Jaydi Pahlawat, you know, being celebrated. This is, this is something that we never imagined, that things would change to this extent. And this happened in two and a half years. This happened because of OTT. This happened because of the audience here. Because the audience was not given this option by, by our industry. 
So somewhere we 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 were of the of the opinion, the industry, that they only like certain kind of films or they only like certain kind of uh, stars, and uh, the rest of them can only wait for their turn as character actors. We uh, uh, with Satya, we have proved them wrong. With so many other films, we proved them wrong. With Gangs of Wasipur, we proved them wrong. You know, but OTT has given that uh, that opportunity, that space, not only to us, but to also also the audience to to explore and find those talents and support them. So thank you very much, audience. This is because of you. Yeah, we've come a long way from the time when smaller films had to really fight for a theatrical release. So yes, I mean, I mean, look at Bhosle Nirupma ji. Yeah. Bhosle didn't find a taker outside, and when it came on OTT, it became it became uh, the 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 creative head once was speaking to me and said that we never expected Bhosle to get a subscription, and Bhosle got them subscription. It's an art film. Yeah. I mean, apart from Bhosle getting me international and national award. It has actually gotten subscription to the to the platform platform where it was showcased. So it's a it's the audience which was which was always there. It's just that True. they were not getting that uh, opportunity to go ahead, explore, and promote and mentor Absolutely. those films and those. You didn't talent. get the slots. No? Yeah. Your distributors didn't give you slots. Yes, I mean films. it is so difficult. I must tell you guys, it is so difficult to release a film uh, in our country and a film which is small. A film which is which we are very sure that that is going to you know um, entertain you some way, touch your senses in some way. To find two shows in a day is next to impossible because all the big films they come, they you only get to watch them, but you don't know the politics behind uh, of of the of the distribution, the politics behind the releases. It it completely crushed the small films and. Uh, OTT has given such a, a huge boon and support to to these films uh, and and those talents. And I'm, I'm, more I talk about it, more I, I feel grateful, of, you know, to 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 OTT boon and to the audience who's out there. Wonderful. So we have ten minutes for questions. Uh, first, this boy. Yeah. Hello, sir. So uh, rejection, coffee, uh, otais. फील्ड में और अभी आपने डिप्रेशन की बात करी थी तो तीन बार एनएसडी ने आपको रिजेक्ट किया था सर है ना ऐसा है तो जो लोग रिजेक्ट होते हैं जैसे मुझे मेरे सर ने बोल दिया था तेरे में वो बात नहीं है मुझे जानना है कि आपने क्या सोचा था उस वक्त क्योंकि मैं काफी डिप्रेस हो गया नहीं पहली बार में तो मुझे भी बहुत डिप्रेशन हुआ था मैं 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 इस मामले में ज्यादा ज्ञान नहीं दे सकता आपको लेकिन पहली बार तो लगता है क्योंकि आपकी एज कम होती है आपकी उम्र कम होती है और आपको लगता है कि सीधा सीधा आपको ही खारिज कर दिया गया सो इट्स नॉट दैट कि आप रिजेक्ट हुए हैं बिकॉज आप उस चीज को इतना ज्यादा चाहते हैं कि आपको लगता है कि आप आप आपकी पूरा पर्सनालिटी आपका एग्जिस्टेंस ही रिजेक्ट हो गया है बट आई मस्ट टेल यू वन थिंग इफ यू आर यंग इट्स हिट्स यू वेरी हार्ड बिकॉज इट्स योर फर्स्ट एक्सपीरियंस बट आफ्टर फ्यू ईयर्स यू टर्न टर्न बैक एंड लाफ एट इट इफ यू कीप द नो इन योर पॉकेट it only teaches you that life is not going to be fair all the time and uh, whatever jo bhi karna chahte hain aap kijiye but rejection should not define you this is what i have learned from my rejection we have an online question yeah 
it's an it's an online question that has been asked by Shivam. We also have thousands of people watching this online. The question is, my question is that in movies of these genre, yes, the most evil and broken people, the most dangerous people are shown very glamorously, but they all ultimately do face the same fate. Uh, they are defeated. Is that on purpose to send a message that violence may look cool, but it's not? I think we've already answered that because we discussed violence at length. So. Just a small thing though on this. Uh, so that literally was the case. Gangster films started out uh, in the in the US. Uh, at that time, they had very strict rules about the kind of lives that you could portray and the violence that you could show. So uh, to kind of get past the codes of that time, they had to show these people dying at the end. And that became so ingrained to, into the genre that till today, in a gangster film, it's very, very rare for the main characters to make it to the end without dying. Next question. This uh, lady. Good afternoon, Manoj sir. Uh, it's a pleasure seeing you. Thank you. Uh, my question was that we have seen and loved you from Satya to Kuru. Uh, I would really love to know it was when and how you received your true callings for theatre and arts. If there's a little story about it and how, how did you rediscover that this is what you want to do in your life? Uh, She's saying that how did you decide that acting is what I want to do, theatre no. and... Films? Okay, okay. No. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I've, been, I, I've done, you know, uh, extensive theatre in Delhi. And I was very clear what I wanted to do uh, uh, in uh, as an actor. Also, for only for that reason, you know, my going to Mumbai got delayed because I didn't want to be part of the mainstream cinema just as one of the characters, or you know, I didn't want to be part of uh, pot boilers somewhere. I, you know, Nasruddin Shah sir and Mom Puri Sahab did and Pankaj, Pankaj Kapoor sir, and uh, Shyam Benegal ji, uh, Govind Nehlani's work, their work, you know, uh, inspired me quite a lot when I was doing theatre. And I wanted to be part of that kind of a movement. Um, for me, I keep telling everyone that, you know, for me, my becoming an actor was not a means to become, you know, means to buying a Mercedes or buying a bungalow. It is never attached. I'm still more interested in my actor than the than the car that I uh, I travel in. I'm still more interested in my actor than the the business class that I fly in. You know, it's a, these are these are these are the things they come they come with the job, and and sometimes they don't even come with the job. But am I am I doing you know justice to what I I'm passionate about is something which is very, I keep reminding myself whenever I get up in the morning, what, what I really want to do with my life. So the short films that I have done uh, in my career, they didn't get me anything. They, I just wanted to be part of that movement uh, and contribute in my own way. Um, why I do Bhosle, why I do Gali Gulia or say uh, Aligarh, I do it because I want to be part of that movement and I contribute as an actor to that uh, amazing, you know, uh, artistic journey of the makers. Sorry, we have run out of time, so we won't be able to take any more questions. So thank you very much, Manoji. Thank you, Uday. Uh, they want you to recite one dialogue. <laughs>
क्या एक आजी उसमें गाली है यहाँ पे गाली कैसे हजरात 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 बड़े अफसोस के साथ ये सूचित किया जाता है कि कल रात वासीपुर की एक लड़की को अगवा कर लिया गया है हजरात अगले 24 घंटे के अंदर लड़की अपने घर नहीं पहुंची तो इस पूरे इलाके में इतना बम मारेंगे कि धुआं धुआं हो जाएगा और रामाधीर सिंह के पूरे खानदान से रंडी का नाच नचाएंगे हजरात Thank you for listening to this episode of Jepper Bites. I'm your host Lakshdatta. This podcast is produced by Launchora in association with Teamwork Arts. Please follow or subscribe to this show wherever you're listening to this to be notified about new episodes.